this series of readings and reflections, highlighting books on yoga and Advaita philosophy, comes from the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism. I am Srimati Karuna, the minister of this church. Swami Premananda offers an extensive introduction to his translation of the Dhammapada of the Buddha. In his book, Dhammapada, the Path of the Eternal Law. His translation of the Pali text brings out its spiritual and mystical significance, and his introduction gives us a glimpse into the life of the Buddha as well as the path of self-realization. Though the Dhammapada is the scripture of the Buddhists, the sublimity and universality of its teachings make it a scripture of spiritual guidance for all humanity. Remember the words of the Rig Veda. Let noble thoughts come to us from all directions. After enlightenment under the Bodhi tree, Gotama the Buddha arrived in Sarnath, known as Deer Park. It was there that the Buddha offered his first sermon regarding the Noble Path. This path of self-realization is riddled with challenges, but one who lives this earthly life, conscious of the true nature of the soul, progresses through all the vicissitudes of space, causality, and time, without being overpowered by them. There is deep significance and symbolism found in the experiences of the Buddha's life. His encounters with old age, disease, and death, and finally, renunciation, represent the senses, mind, ego, and soul, respectively. By discarding the sense consciousness, Overcoming the pain-bearing mental limitations and transcending the soul-enveloping, sense-bound ego existence, one receives the guidance of the indwelling Absolute Self. Realizing the divine qualities of the soul, one journeys along the path of enlightenment. Buddha revealed and reaffirmed the truth that the body is subject to old age, disease, and death, but that the soul is ageless, perfect, and immortal. The path of compassion and ahimsa espoused by the Buddha reveal the path of illumination, that the individual self is universally one identical in perfection with every object and being, one with a grain of sand or a blade of grass, but also one with the transcendental and absolute self. To live in accordance with this realization is ahimsa, non-injury. Follow the path which leads to self-liberation. Speak ill of no one. Hurt no one. Be moderate in the enjoyment of life. From time to time seek solitude. And keep the mind firmly established on the 
highest self. This is the path of self-enlightenment. At this time now, listen to a reading from Swami Premananda's introduction to his book, Dhammapada, The Path of the Eternal Law, offered by Fred Dixon. Gautama set out on his spiritual adventure to discover the reality of God. He at once crossed the border of body consciousness and entered the domain of mind, the most defiant and treacherous field of subjective struggle. Relative thought forms immediately gathered against him. Samskara after Samskara challenged the daring novice. Buddha ignited the flames of Neti, and the subjective battle ensued. The thought forms of recent acquirement were soon consumed by the flames of not this. But the samskaras of long past, hidden within the depths of the subconscious mind, in endless number rose in ferocity to oppose the determined will of the undaunted seeker. One after the other, all the previous existences of Siddhartha made their successive appearance to drag his consciousness down and back to the lowest stages of evolution. The beguiling samskaras in continuous train exercised their vicious temptation to lure the awakened Gautama away from his divine mission. The inspired heart fought with unremitting zeal denying himself even the thought of food and rest to win his subjective victory. But he failed. He failed, indeed, only to come back and challenge anew the might of the samskaras. This time the flame of Neti rose in cosmic conflagration. The power of the samskaras began to crumble and disintegrate to nothingness, and finally the root of all limitations was consumed in utter oblivion, and the effulgence of pure consciousness flashed in shoreless, shining illumination, revealing the supreme enlightenment in the bliss of limitlessness. Thus Siddhartha attained nirvana and became Buddha. Remaining in nirvana, Buddha subjectively reviewed the states of his ascending consciousness and then again raised his consciousness to supreme enlightenment. In this entire process of Buddha's meditation, there are three distinct states of unfoldment. First is the lifting of the consciousness from the lowest state of sense identification to that of the complete annihilation of the root cause of all limitations after bitter struggle and agony. The second is the reviewing of or redescent into the states of consciousness in which the sensory faculties struggled while still in the darkness of ignorance. The third is the ascension of the consciousness into supreme enlightenment. 
Herein the Christian mystic will at once come to the right cognition of the symbology of the crucifixion, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus in Christ consciousness. A glorious analogy, indeed. The second stage of reviewing the ascending states of consciousness after attaining supreme illumination is very important, particularly for one who desires to enlighten humanity in this sensory world. By this reviewing in the light of self-illumination, the sense faculties are spiritualized. They are lifted into their pure state. Here also I may allude to the inner significance of the words of Jesus. If I be lifted up, I shall draw all men unto me. Spiritual life is entirely subjective. Salvation is self-attained. A Savior serves humanity not only with his senses, but with spiritualized sense powers. A Kriyabhan who follows the path of Sahaja Sadhana will at once recognize the significance of the three successive states of ascension, descension, and resurrection in Ida, Pingala, and Sushumna, respectively. The silent, watchful, witness-like, detached Sikhi Bhavam, conscious meditation on Hong Shaw, Aham Shaw, resurrects the consciousness in the absolute Sohang, Swa Aham. Truly, the path of illumination is essentially one, though its outer forms bear the lineaments of manifold variation. May we join in offering this prayer and vow. I take refuge in enlightenment. I take refuge in the eternal law. I take refuge in the fellowship of virtues. This and all other publications of the Self-Revelation Church of Absolute Monism are available through our website. I encourage your interest and pursuit of study, reading, and reflection. <laughs>